Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Football podcast. I am in a really good mood because the podcast is back. Bolton are about to announce a new signing. And uh, I'm back with the man, the myth, the legend, Harley Collins. How are we doing, my friend? I'd be up a bit more, but I don't yet. But um, yeah, I'm grand. Uh, very happy to be back, just like you. Love doing this. We've been inconsistent with our schedule, and there's also ways about that. But I hope, not promising, but I hope that over this lockdown, now is when people need it more than ever, we will be able to produce um, more more content. And just whether it's, you know, I, I do stuff on Instagram sometimes, but to actually record the podcast, this is definitely my favourite thing that we do. Yeah. So, January transfer window, let's start. You know, we're not yes. talking about not talking about Bolton's transfer windows today because no, we're going to be mainly focusing on the twenty Premier League clubs and all their rumours and all their business. Most of our fan base do follow the Premier League and Premier League clubs. Um, it's a league I follow the most closely. I've I've got a list of teams going in alphabetical order rather than random or table order, and that that's just because that's how I wrote my notes. So we're going to be starting off with Arsenal. William Saliba is now a nice defender. Well, he might actually be a prick. He might not be nice. I don't know. I've never met him. But he's playing for nice in France. He's on loan. Uh, good young defender. So, yeah. They're clearing out Deadwood and the freeing up wage space. And Saliba going out on loan does that. They've loaned out Kalisanach. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's gone out on loan to Shelter. They're looking to shift over him. He's been linked with clubs in China. He's been linked with DC United in the MLS. He's been linked with Fenerbahce in Turkey. So he's been linked with a lot of clubs, also. Um, but Arsenal don't play him. They don't want him. He takes a lot of wage space. They need to get rid of him um, to free up uh, financial. And um, obviously, I'd agree. They need a new creative midfielder. Yeah, 100% need a new creative midfielder. And that, that's what they're after. And there's three that they're linked with. I'm going to list them out now. Because that's the main source of their problems, no creativity in that midfield. I'm going to list out three creative midfielders in Arsenal's position. Who do you go for and why are you keeping in mind? Quality of the player, price. Emil Buendia from Norwich. Emil Buendia from Norwich. It's go from Real Madrid. Awa from Olympic Lyon. Sam Stringer not on that list. <laughs> you're not a creative midfielder. Yeah, I know. Well, you can't, you can't be. You're a bit of a false nine, but enough about you. Enough about you. Yeah. Um, who do we go for? If, if, um, in our whole situation, you know, uh, Wendy, yeah, probably gonna stay in Norwich. Uh, I'll, uh, I don't see him getting in because Leon are gonna be Gizzle's 120 million, even though he's probably worth like 50, you know. But yeah. that's what clubs do, overprice, you know. But, but back in back in 2009 until 2012, you could get a top class player for. Oh, five, twelve million, and you can't even get a packet of biscuits for that anymore. <laughs> Very true. Um, so Isco, are you saying is, is who they should go for? Isco, because he'll probably be on free, won't he? Soon. Yeah, or if not, he'll be relatively cheap. Uh, maybe I'll ask for a bit in wages, but the freeing up loads of wage base with Ozil. I don't know what Ozil's on, but I'm sure it's like two hundred and fifty grand. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I don't know, but I believe Ozil is on big money, especially. Considering he doesn't even play. With this go, you're getting a bit. You're getting. You're getting some leadership quality. You're getting leadership. You're getting, you know, experience. Uh, the younger players will be, will probably, like, be happy with him coming into the club. Yeah, 
Isco is Spanish as well. There's a lot of Spanish players at Arsenal. Arteta is a Spanish manager. It just fits, I think. Just it's just a move. I feel, you know, it's just a move, and uh, you know, I'll help. I'll help get Abamyang back to his form self. Yeah, Isco, oh. Isco, Abamyang, and Lacazette. With Isco playing balls into Abamyang and Lacazette, because again, Abamyang and Lacazette have been suffering from a lack of creativity in the midfield. Like Abamyang especially, he's been expecting to carry this team on his back, and he's just not. Matching. I've got a question. What's that? Do you sell? Do you sell Pepe? Well, he's only he's only just come in um, quite yeah. recently. Um, I think if you've got him, have yeah, you? You they should have paid the money they for him. But if you've got him, make the most out of him instead of admitting defeat. Stop. What you need to do with Pepe? I said this on the stream last night. I'm saying it again here. He's a winger who can't cross the ball. So stop telling him to cross the ball when he can't do it. Yeah, he's he's like an iron, he's like an iron Robin. Just ask him to cut inside. Uh, get the ball, get the ball to his feet, and he'll make he'll make things happen. The reason they don't play him on the left is because Bamyang tends to go on the left, left as at centre. Pepe on the right, but Pepe for me, I feel like if you moved him to the left, be able to cut inside, and, and he'd offer you a bit more. But yeah. as I said this on the stream again last night. Pepe is not worth the money. Like they sent two million. Like in today's market, even that considered thirty six is an alright price. Arsenal paid double the price he should have for a player of his quality. And even then, 36 million, considering what he's done, seems like it's, it's expensive. Arsenal were had off there completely. But I, I, I wouldn't tell them on account of the fact that I'd just be admitting defeat. And when you've spent on them, they're not going to get the money that, 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 that you know, they, they bought them for. They're not going to get half of that back. So what's the point in selling them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but if I was, if I was Arsenal, I'd, personally, it doesn't get Enough for him to prove himself, so I'd, I'd give him, yeah, I'd give him a run of games. And, you know, if he's you know, you never know what a player can do. You know, like Danny Ings, he was at Liverpool, he was he, he got injured, he got injured a lot, yeah, got yeah. a lot. Went to Southampton, he lost a really good player, true. So, but um, after the mention that they signed Becker from here to Berlin at, at centre back, 21 year old lad, uh, no. Well, they did. Um, so so does that. Um, anyway, by contrast, Aston Villa are the team look like they don't have many plans in, in the transfer market. Keeping in mind the injuries they've got, they've got players coming back. Oh. Wesley, Chesagay, Ross Barkley. Um, so, yeah. But, but right, the only bit of business they're looking at doing is getting Ross Barkley, who they already got a loan from Chelsea, on a permanent. In Villa's position, do you get Barkley on a permanent or what? I get Barkley. The only piece of business I do to Barkley on a permanent because he's a class player, different gravy, you know. And uh, you know, Aston Villa, they got they got a pretty good side. I mean, you know, if they if they can, can if they don't drop off in the second half of the season, I definitely see, see them making Europa League. Um, Ollie Watkins, class, Barkley, class, Matty Cash, underrated. Um, I um, how often do I talk about how underrated Matty Cash is? I always praise him to the highest level. Future England international Matty Cash. Bookmark this. Massey Cash is a future England international. And a captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many England captains have you said? How many people England players have you said are going to be captains in the future? I don't know, but I do not. I have been hearing rumours. Rumours, you know. You know, my sources have been telling me that, that Danny Ings, Danny Ings has got the armband. He, it's, in his, it's in his hands right now. Uh, <laughs> in his locker. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh. smashing her teeth. 
There's one piece of Kieran Lee, you absolute legend. Have you signed him? Yeah, we signed him. Congrats, pal. That is class. Got the deal over the line. Uh, but yeah, there's one bit of business Villa could do on the selling side. And that would be selling Kenny and Davis to Bournemouth if Bournemouth sell Josh King. We'll talk more about Josh King later. But Kenny and Davis doesn't get a lot of playing time. If they can get money for him, move Kenny and Davis to the Championship. Bournemouth will look at him as a replacement for Josh King if Josh King goes. Josh King wants a Premier League move. So, yeah, that could happen. I don't like Josh King. Um, <clears throat> That's interesting. But I don't like Josh King. I'm saying move. it's not it's not his playing. It's just his attitude to everything. I mean, you know, he just walks in. just walks in like he's the bollocks. <laughs> the bollocks. He does. I'm being serious. Thinks he's, <clears throat> thinks he's the best player in the world. You should see him. Do you know when they do them like intros on Sky Sports? Yeah. He's walking in with his earphones in. You know, and I know most players do it. But he's but they're doing it casually. He he's he's forcing it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like him. Don't like that. Yeah. Brighton have there's rumours around them selling several players. Ben White, he's been linked to, to several clubs. We'll talk about one of them soon. Lamptey has been linked to Chelsea and Bayern. Basuma has been linked to Real Madrid. Brighton are in a relegation battle at the moment. They want to and kind of need to keep all, the, all three of those players. All them three players are kind of like the core of their entire team. So you don't, Brighton won't be selling them cheaply, especially in, with the situation they're in. Brighton could potentially go down this season. I think Brighton will go down. I, mean, I said last year, I said they'd save up last season. Pretty good prediction. I said they'd go down last season. You know, and I was wrong. Brag or anything. I'm not brag or anything, but it was a good prediction last season. But now nah, this season, they're going down. It's doom and gloom. Uh, goodbye. You know, they just they just don't have the owners to compete in the Premier League, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And yes, they've, they're really good at scouting players and they've got a good academy, but that can't keep you in the Prem forever. I think they're going to stay up this season. On account of the fact, I feel as though there's three teams who are worse than them in, in quality. <clears throat> You've got Sheffield United, uh, they're going down. West Brom, go down with them. I think Fulham will be the, Fulham might stay up, but I feel as though they're going to go down with with, uh, with them too. I'm certain Sheffield United and West Brom are going down, and I feel as though Fulham are going to be with them. But I will hang on by, like, you know, a hair on the left ball. That's what I think. Who's anyway. going down in your opinion? I said, as I said now, Sheffield United, West Brom, Defoe, Fulham are going to be the third team, in my opinion. But Brighton will just hang on by a hair on the left ball. West, West Brom will stay up by the skin of their teeth. I think Brighton will. I think that's the skin of their teeth. They'll stay up by like one point. And they'll go down to the last game of the season too. They'll be, they'll, it'll, be like, it'll be like one of them uh, Bournemouth moments. Where they, was it Bournemouth who were robbed last season? Yeah, it was Bournemouth who were robbed. Yeah, it was. Absolutely nicked. Cheers. Cheers. That's my spot in the Premier League now. Yes. There's one club who don't have any transfer rumours in or out, really, but they do have new owners, which is something I want to talk about, and that's Burnley. US owners, right? These owners are promising to back Sean Dyche. But as a Liverpool fan, I know better than anyone that owners, especially American owners, will lie through the skin of their fucking teeth. Like, they'll lie through their absolute teeth and they'll say, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do that. And they won't follow through on any of it, and they will drain your club for money, and that's what they'll do. But you're probably, but, gonna, probably gonna like disagree here. Probably, you know, you won't disagree. I mean, I know you, but, but Americans are just the worst people going. 
absolutely hate them. They, they, I swear, every American lies. It's just the, the American style of ownership. They, they think the way you own an NBA team, you know, the way you own a basketball team or an American football team works. And, like it just it, most of the time it doesn't. So and like that that's what happens. But a lot of them are just in it to to drain money from from English markets and and, and the Premier League. They they pile they they also pile loads of debt on clubs and you know of course of course like I won't say this because every owner piles debt debt on clubs like but they don't do it on purpose. They don't do it on purpose. They, yeah, so, some of them are just careless. Like, but it is. Right, let's just for the sake for the sake of, of what we what we're saying, let's pretend that these owners and they might do, I can't say if they will or they won't, but let's say these owners keep their promise and they actually back Sean Dyche and they give him money and Sean Dyche is actually free to spend money. Sean Dyche can get Burnley push him to go on the top half of the table, I think. Maybe not this season, but next season. If he if he gets money in this January and he gets money for the summer. Or even just one, one of those windows, then I think Burnley can start pushing. Because Sean Dyche is a quality manager. He's not fu- he's not fun to watch at all, but he is a quality manager. I don't trust them because they were involved with Charlton or even own Charlton. I think I don't trust them. They almost no. got, they almost. I didn't know that before. They almost destroyed them as a club. So. Yeah, no, I'm inclined. If if that what you're saying is true, I'm inclined. You know, I'm inclined to agree with you. But just, I'm just saying this for the sake of the argument. Really, I don't, I don't think that this is a good move for Burnley either. I think, I think, I think in a year's time, I think one or two years time, that Burnley's owners they're going to be Burnley. Burnley's manager is going to be sick, sick to death. False promises, loaded that the club, the club end up going down. Um, and then they'll finish mid-table in the championship, and then it's just downwards from there. That could I'd, potentially happen. But... Listen, I'm not hating on Burnley. I'm not saying this because I'm a Bolton fan, and I hate Burnley. Uh, I, I just don't like. I don't like Burnley, but I'm not saying it because I'm a Bolton fan. I'm just saying it because it, it's undeniable that if if the owners drain Burnley, then they are going to be in trouble. Yeah, it's just... bad. Properly bad owners can get even the biggest clubs in trouble. Look what's happening at Barca. If you want to go back 10 years, look what they nearly done to Liverpool. They nearly got Liverpool, one of the biggest clubs, never mind in the Premier League, one of the biggest clubs in the world, nearly got relegated thanks to the ownership of Gillette and Hicks. Like, that's, yeah. that's, not, that's not normal. That's not okay. Hang on. How do you, how do you mess up owning a club that badly? Isn't Gillette a brand where you, you shave your face? I, I, I don't know. We might own that for all that. <laughs> I don't know what 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 that old fuck is up to. Call me harsh, but I hope I hope he's sat at home fucking, and he has a fucking heart attack. The prick. <laughs> and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, George Gillette and fucking Tomix. If you're listening to this, fuck you. I hope you die a painful death. Well, you know, you know, Ken Anderson can join him if they want. <laughs> Once, you know, join him if you want. But why don't why don't all three of them just like meet up and just die? Shoot? I'm just don't just shoot, shoot each other at the same time. <laughs> anyway, enough about my fantasies of um, George Gillette and Tomic dying. Moving yeah. on to Chelsea. Um, right, they're likely to link with Declan Rice, the sneaky cunt, but he's likely to um, not move until next summer. If Chelsea are going to go for him, they're going to do it in the summer, more than likely. But what Chelsea have is they've got five solid centre-backs. They've got Thiago Silva, 
Kurtzuma, Rudiger, Tamari, and who's the other one? Uh, Chelsea centre back. Who, who am I missing from that list? Chelsea. I don't know, but I know they've got five centre backs, right? And they're looking to shift one of them, whether it's on loan or a permanent. There's two they're considering moving on from or, or putting out on loan. The first choice would be to put Tamari out on loan. The second choice is if there's someone offers Rudiger, you know, offers Chelsea enough money for Rudiger, he could go on a permanent and Tamari could become the fourth choice. Um, what do you mean Tamari become the fourth fourth choice? Well, he's not he's not going to start over Kedzuma or Thiago Silva, is he? No. I think he's the fourth choice now, to be fair. It'd be helpful if I could remember who the other centre-back was, to be fair. Um, that would be helpful. I don't know why my mind's gone blank. Yeah. I'm going to, like, just bear with me while I Google this, if you don't mind, um, who Chelsea's other centre-back is. Uh, just just bear with me a second. Do apologise. It is... Just looking through a list of squad. As well, Equator can play there, but Christensen, that's it. Christensen. I had a picture of the player in my head, I just didn't remember his name. But Christensen, as well, Equator can play there sometimes. So, they've got options there. They've got about six feasible centre-back options. So, it's either looking like somebody's going out on loan, or Ludic is getting sold. And there's another player... Um, Former Bolton player who's looking like he's going to be getting shifted, and that's Marcus Alonso. I mean, I mean, yeah, you would sell him with. Well, you? yeah, he's taken up wage space. Ben Chilwell's obviously <laughs> better than Marcus Alonso in every single way possible. Uh, ben Chilwell doesn't crash his car under the influence of alcohol. What disadvantage? What like what advantage does Marcus Alonso have over Ben Chilwell? <laughs> He's a really good driver. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm surprised he hasn't, surprised he hasn't crashed the car into the side of the stadium yet. <laughs> I'm surprised he still has a fucking drive. Is he? I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, Chelsea look like they're not going to spend this January because um, they've already spent loads of money in summer. Um, unless they get funds from somebody going out on loan and they're being sold potentially one or the other. That'll both will happen, but one or the other it's looking like is they're, they're overstocked on centre-backs. Obviously, Frank Lampard, he's, uh, he's got it, obviously. It's not obvious, obviously, uh, ask for another 400 million. They can't give it to him, because... They will, though. They, they might try, but the thing is, like, even Chelsea, with the money that they've got, need to be careful with what they're, pump, they're pumping into the club, otherwise, it, 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 they already be have a transfer ban, or they have a transfer ban put on, for, for activity that they weren't entitled to, to have in the transfer market. There'll be a club meeting. There'll be a club meeting. Just a little club meeting, yeah. Rona Brownrich will be in a room. Frank Lampard will be in the same room. So, what do we need to do to get the club into the Champions League? I'm only going to need a little bit more money, you know, next year. Chelsea aren't getting top four this season. But they will. Over who? They will. Liverpool, City, Tottenham and United at the top four this season, in my opinion. Uh, I think Tottenham finished fifth. No, nah, I, th- I think Tottenham will finish there. But anyway, that's, that's not what, what we're all about, right? 
We've covered Chelsea Shantanus. Crystal Palace don't have a lot. Um, they spent big in the summer on on Eze. The only they could be looking to shift a few players, maybe who don't play often. But the main transfer rumor is Zaha going to Dortmund. And unless you pick up funds from Zaha going to Dortmund, they won't be spending this January. It's as simple as that. In Palace's situation, I would sell Zaha and use the funds to build a better squad. Just overall, because Zaha is is a player. It's not suited to be in the star player in the team. Again, another thing I said on the stream last night, Zaha needs good players around him to thrive. Zaha, Zaha isn't a, a thing is Palace trying to hold on to Zaha, but the thing is, they're not completely out of the relegation battle. They're not, like, they're not clear, but they're not likely to stay up. But they're not going to be spending... Zaha clearly doesn't want to be a Palace. So if they sell him to Dortmund and they use the funds to build a better squad that is capable of finishing mid-table consistently, then happy days then for Palace. Well, if they sell Zaha, I don't see I don't see any of that money getting spent on players. See that money getting just just see it being being used to pay off debt. Essentially some of it will be, but they have to put some of it into the club. And and I think they will. Maybe some maybe they'll take if you sell, say he sells Zaha for sixty million or whatever, let's say it's sixty million, and the owners take ten of that and and give, or even twenty of it and give, um, Palace, this board like forty or fifty of it to go and spend. That's still a decent amount of money. You've got an unhappy player who doesn't want to be there gone. Boom. But you can buy. So you put. So what did he say? You put fifty million in debt. Put not put fifty into million the into the into the transfers and put ten or twenty million. Into um, the debt. Guess what I'm to say. Go on. 50 million nowadays. You can't even buy two players with 50 million. But it... well, you, can, you can, but we're talking about the champ. We're talking about championship There are some players. good players in the championship. There are good players with free agents. Palace aren't going to be able to attract big, big um, star players that, that are, you know, mid-table club. They're not going to be able to attract these big names in the first place, so... But moving on, right, Everton. Um, so they are looking at selling Moyes Keane. I know he's, he's on loan to PSG. He's looking like he could be going on a permanent deal to PSG for the fifth 31 million. They're looking to sell Cheng Tossin as well. So if you don't bring Keane back from loan, they sell Tossin and they sell Keane and that gives them money to buy a decent backup striker then. The link with Sammy Kadera from Juventus, who could make a move and help boost Everton's already strong midfield. Robin Olsen from Roma is looking like he's on loan at Everton. He looks like he's going to go on a permanent. Bernard is linked with Roma, so that could be a bit of a swap deal, Roma and Everton doing business. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, what, what do you reckon on all that? Everton, yeah. I feel... Uh, I feel uh got a good team uh, no, obviously you could st- they want European football are they going to get it uh, probably yeah uh, they'll, they'll be in the Europa League I think I don't, they won't make top four but they'll, they'll be in the Europa next season I'd be shocked if they weren't Everton though do you want you know do you want to be like a Europa League club or do you want to make that, that big push to be a Champions League club the, the, thing, the goal they're trying to achieve to get to get into the Champions League, what? yeah, they're, they're not linked with anyone but Sammy Kadera. But 
But it's obvious that if they sell to Son, which they want to do, he takes up so much wage space. And if they sell Moise Keane because Potch wants him, uh, and he's been doing well at PSG and he wasn't good at Everton, if he can make the money off that and put some of the funds to Kadera, they've still got money there to, um, you know, boost the team. And I think they need to, they aren't linked with anyone other than Kadera. In my opinion, you need two centre backs and you need a goalkeeper. Pickford's not good enough. Michael Keane's not good enough, and Yeri Mina's not good enough to be um, a, a, a Champions League player. Everyone else in that team is, in my opinion, or at least the, the, maybe, maybe James Coleman's getting on a bit. And he needs another day back, but Benjamin Godfrey's young and he's a good backup. So who knows? Coleman's an Everton legend; he isn't going anywhere. But yeah. uh, oh, there's another player I forgot. It looks like Everton. Ah, uh, well, Tom Davies is linked with Southampton. That's that's what you know. What right, lad? Like, you know, you know who Tom Davies reminds me of? April Levine. Yeah. Do you know who April Levine is? You know, you know, you look yeah. at Tom Davies, got his long blonde hair and that. He just looks a bit like it, doesn't it? Yeah. You know who April Levine is? Like, she sings this one, you know, hey, hey, you, you haven't let your girlfriend. No way, no way, I think you need a new one. Hey, hey, you, you, I can be your girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you, want to be your girlfriend. That's a, that's a song, by the way. So it's only a song. I'm not trying to be anyone's girlfriend or not. Then when, right. when the girlfriend is someone who already has a girlfriend, I'm not a girl, so how can I be, I be a girlfriend? You know, I'm a big manly man with a big manly penis and that. Of course, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a girl. I like girls. I like girls a lot. It's absolutely fine to be one or even identify as one while you've got a dick. That, that, that's all oh, no. like, I'm just saying, I'm not a girl and I don't want to be anyone's girlfriend. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Back on the football side of things. <laughs> what the fuck was that? So, so, Tom Davies. Tom Davies to Southampton anyway. Putting aside April Levine for a second. Yeah, so, Tom Davies. So, is it a good signing? I think, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Big, big, bold, bold prediction. Yeah. I'm going to say Southampton are going to absolutely destroy the league and absolutely, you know, win every game till the end. No, I'm going to say that. I, I don't know about every game. Um, they'll definitely finish top half this season. No, They're never, a good side. No, no, I was never going to say that. I was never going to say that. A Europa League spot in the distance. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll get a Europa League spot, but they'll push for it, I think. I, they'll get, I they'll get can't it. remember his name, but I do rate their manager. I rate some of the players they've got. They've got some young guys. So we'll talk more about Southampton in a bit. But Tom Davies, I do think Southampton is his level. I think he's quite good enough at Everton. Now he's a boy of Everton fan. Um, that's his club. Um, and he's gonna work he works hard and he is an Everton fan. He'll, he'll do anything for the Everton badge. But I think Southampton is about his level. But anyway, Fulham, that's an, that's the only other club that it, there isn't really any news about. Uh, other than the obvious uh, one that G. Michael said he's been left out of their Premier League squad. He's likely to go. Um, Fulham, they, they kind of need a target manager striker because Mitrovic has been struggling a bit this season, I think. But other than that, like they don't, they don't really, they aren't linked with anyone. Really, Mitrovic hasn't really been fit for a lot of the games. That's, so. that's true, like, but he just hasn't had, had the impact. Need, Fulham, if if you want to stay up as a Premier League, you know, a relegation back on side, you need a good striker. A good striker, if he can keep fit on his own, can keep a club up. But Fulham aren't linked with anyone in particular. So that there's not not a lot of news on that. Another club there's not a lot of news on as well. I forgot about about, about them. Um, there's been some paper talk like about like random shit. But Bielsa doesn't like to spend in January. Leeds aren't going to go for anyone. I've I've heard some rumours from unreliable sources. It was a damage diorite to Leeds, but they're not reliable. 
Um, Leeds, Leeds aren't going to sign anyone this January, it doesn't look like. Wolves are another club too. Why are they charging clubs for 70 million for a Dharma trial already? That is ridiculous, lad. But... He, he scores about two goals a season. But he's fast. <laughs> he's fast, but... He's fast, but he only scores about two goals a season. He's not one of them players who are, are going to change right. the game. Anyway, moving on to Liverpool now. Right, they need a fourth-choice centre-back. Jürgen Klopp has come out and said that it's possible but not likely to sign one. He said that about Thiago, so take that with a grain of salt. Okay? But Liverpool need a fourth-choice centre-back. He's been linked with loads of names. Sven Bartman, David Alaba, Sergio Ramos, um, Ozan Kabak, Ben White, Christopher Ayer. And personally, as a Liverpool supporter myself, and I think Christopher Ayer is a 30 or £40 million pound player. Okay? From himself, I would be willing to pay over the odds for, for that man. He is everything a Liverpool defender should be. He's used to playing in a high line. He's fast. He's good in the air. Um, he's play, he's, he's very forcible plays on the left side. He, he's got a similar play style to Van Dijk. Um, he can lead the back line. He's composed. He can dribble with the ball at his feet. He can pass the ball. He's a fantastic player. 22 years old. Norwegian, boiled Liverpool supporter as well. So you know he's gonna. He already fights hard for the Celtic badge. Imagine how hard he fight for his boiled club. That that's. I know we maybe we aren't going to pay thirty or forty million over the odds for him. I believe Klopp could turn Christopher Ayer into a world class defender. He's been carrying Celtic's defence yep. this season. Shane Duffy's been shit for most of it, as much as I hate to admit it. And Julian, he's he's okay, but Christopher Ayer. Has carried Celtic's defence this season, and I won him at Liverpool Football Club. Yeah, I do feel you know Celtic are going to finish second place anyway. Well, so. they are, but Celtic, uh, aren't, uh, Celtic aren't just going to give up that fight, they're going to try and close that gap as much as possible. They're not even going to be in the they're not even going to be in the champ, they wonder, they'll be in the Europa well, League they, at minimum. They, well, they, they, they failed to qualify for the Champions League this year, even though they, they won the Scottish Premier League last season. They ended up in the Europa because they fucked up the qualification. Yeah, I do. I think Rangers. I think Rangers will. Uh, no, great manager, great players too. Rangers. I have to agree. Gerard is a great manager, and Ger- I, I don't particularly like Rangers, um, but I will say that they do have some good talents. What's the name of their right back? English right back. He's really good. Yeah, Tavner. He's a very good player. Ryan Kent's a good player. Um, they've, they've got a few. And so the Celtic, I just think the difference this season has been that Rangers manager Steven Gerrard is just miles better than Neil Lennon is. When you, when you, when, when, like, if you thought, like, uh, when, when Steven Gerrard first became Rangers manager, you, you just think he, he was going to give, ring up Liverpool and just nick all their players. You know, not all the good players, they call the half decent ones. You just thought that was going to happen. I just thought that was going to happen. <laughs> well, they're the kind of, they only with Ryan Kent. Um, they, they got Ojo on loan, so they've, they've had a few, but not loads. But anyway, I will say, right, I think the Ramos rumours are bullshit. David Alaba, I think he'll ask for too many wages, and David Alaba will end up going to the Almaty did. Ramos, I don't think Ramos, uh, I don't think the Ramos rumours are bullshit, but I, I do, I don't know, but they will be, they will be probably some interaction. With the player in the club. Yeah, Klopp, I don't like... think Klopp have won. I think, especially considering Ramos injured Salah. Klopp takes players. I said this on the stream again last night, but he takes players with, with qualities. 
and good person personalities. Ramos is a fantastic but player. Van like, it's simple as that. It's the same for Ozan Kabach. He goes around spitting on players. He's a good player, a lot of potential. But you can't go around spitting on players. Klopp knows that. Klopp takes his, his, his players and he judges them on character and things like that as much as he judges them on talent. But I do... Yeah, Klopp won't want him, but I do still feel the club have... have I do feel the owners know he's a good player and the owners probably won't know much of much of what Klopp wants. Well, actually don't I, dis- I disagree with that. Klopp and FSG actually have a very close relationship. relationship that a lot of people know about. Yeah, can the club? I can think the club be like they won't be. They won't be like, oh, yo, could, could you put pen to paper on this five-year contract, please. They'd be like, so, are you available? But that that would just be as an option. They all have a short list. Yeah, they do, options. and that, I, I, I've just mentioned some of them: Botman, Ayer, Ben. I don't think Ben White's will go. I think Ben White, Brighton want to keep hold of him. He'll offer too much. He's English, so that boosts his price. I think the main two options are Botman and Christopher Ayer. Botman looks more likely. I want Ayer. I really, really, really want Christopher Ayer. And if we've got to pay over the odds for it, I'd be happy to pay 30 or 40 million to Celsius and rate him very highly. The papers, you know, the papers and the uh, the news, they'll, they'll, they they take every transfer rumour yeah. out of proportion. All the stuff that we've talked about today is probably bullshit. Do you know what I mean? But like, no, it's just, it's out there. There's, there's another there's another thing though no. with Liverpool. Um, if we if we were to get Kabak, we would likely t- I'd hate to see this. He's my absolute favourite player. Kabak and Origi could be a swap deal. I don't want. I would be heartbroken. Origi's my favourite player, second favourite of all time behind Lord David and Gog, obviously. But I love Origi with a passion, and I always have. Why would? Yeah. Got a question Why would Origi? Agreed to that when Schalke are bottom of the Bundesliga. Well, I don't, he's not because he doesn't get games at Liverpool. Yeah, but bottom of the Bundesliga, does he want to be playing in the Bundesliga? Well, yeah, I, I think Klopp, no, cares. I think Klopp also has the mind that he cares about his players, he sees this Liverpool team like an extension of his own family. He would not throw a Rigi to the Wolves like that, he would not send a Rigi to a place where he, he thinks he wouldn't do well. Yeah, but see, we. Yeah, he in Bundesliga too. I don't think anyone wants to play in the Bundesliga well, too. I mean, they probably don't. But have you heard the rumours that in the summer, and he could agree to it this month, Wine isn't extending his contract unless Liverpool offered 200 grand a week. Wine Alden looks to move to Barcelona. Liverpool having an Arsenal Sanchez um, at a potentially very cheap price as a, as a replacement. And I don't want Wine Alden to go, but I rate Renato Sanchez a lot. And so if Wine Alden is going to go, I'd be very happy to bring Renato Sanchez in personally. Um, Renato Sanchez, yeah, you've basically, you've basically signed. Yeah, I'd be, I'd love, to, I'd love to get him. Uh, I, I really would. I would still love to get him. What? Why do you love to get Renato Sanchez? He's a Swansea. He's a Swansea flop. He's young. I know, but look how many flops we've taken. Make Salah's a Chelsea flop. Robertson's a Celtic flop. Um, how many flops have we picked up and made great? A lot more. Renato Sanchez is the next one. Renato Sanchez, though, he's, he, he's been overhyped. He's, he's overhyped. He's got stamina. He's just a physical beast. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, yeah, I've yeah. got stamina. I just did a bit of thinking. Anyway. Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, moving on to Man City. 
They're not likely to make any moves this January, but they are linked with moves in the summer for several attacking players. Halland is one of them. Halland's one of them. Harry Kane's the other, and we've all heard the rumour of Messi. I think Kane will not go. Um, I think if they'll get Messi if they can. If they can't, they'll go for Haaland as a bit of an Aguero replacement because Aguero's injury prone. He's slowly dropping off. So, yeah, I do think City are going to get um, Haaland in the end. Um, you know, his dad played for Man City, so it's fitting. Yeah. Ha- Haaland's been terrible. Uh, 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 Roy Keane, uh, that, uh, there's no Roy Keane at Man United. This time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely more than <laughs> Now, that was a dirty tackle, that. Yeah. It wasn't even a tackle. No, it was an attempt at end on someone's game. You'd never see me You'd never see me doing anything like that, would you? But before we, no. before we start talking about um, my, my beautiful tackle that one time, we're going to move on to Man United. So, they've already made a signing. They signed that Diallo fellow from Atalanta, 37.5 million. He's been linked with Sancho for the longest time. Sancho's been shit this season for Dortmund. What they're looking to do, you know, is they're looking to sell this window, um, especially considering they've basically spent 40 million nearly. So they're looking to sell them the following players Phil Jones, Marcus Rojo, Jesse Lingard, Sage Romero, possibly Diego Delot. They're looking to possibly load on up Brandon Williams and they're possibly looking to sell Pogba at some point today on the Jay back to Juventus. So, yeah. Friend. Uh... Uh, Manchester United. Uh, guess who used to play for Manchester United? Who? Bad, big bad Kieran Lee. Guessing. No, obviously, obviously. It, it was a bad move. You, you see, you know. If I were Manchester United, by then, I'd, I'd, I would have kept the best midfielder to ever, to ever, you know, to ever play. Yeah, Kieran he's had a big club now. He's a Bolton, but obviously a bigger club. So, um... yeah, bigger club. We are a bigger club, you know. Obviously, obviously, he didn't want he didn't want to play for the Banter Club. Obviously, George wanted it right. A sad yeah. fact of life: Phil Jones is on a hundred grand a week at Man United. Um, Rojo is on like ninety grand. Lingard's on a hundred. Romero's on something like a hundred. Um, Dalot's on something like seventy-five k a head somewhere. So all that, all if they can get rid of all them players, that frees up so much wage budget. If you can get rid of Pogba, they've already got Van de Beek, so they don't even need to replace him with anyone good. That that then you've got enough money made there to make a bigger move for Jaden Sancho, and I know he's been bad this season at Dortmund, and that might put United off. Um, it really might, but if they still want him, if they can sell those players or even loan them out, then they can make money. Gizzles. Yeah. I, I do feel, I do feel. Uh, thing is, I do feel. I find it quite insulting that um, Phil Jones, Jesse Lingard are all on 100k a week when they, well, let's be honest, they should be working in Tesco. They should be working down at the local Tesco. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be playing for Manchester United. Lingard, Lingard's a good player. Well, I, well, I just said that. I'm gonna <laughs> uh, right, to be, right, just while we're on the topic, right, they're in alphabetical order. Newcastle need to loan in players, don't they? Because right? Mike Ashley is too busy spending all of Newcastle's money on fucking legal fees over out of order takeovers and Premier League fucking yeah. um, wage battles and all that. The link with United players on loan, Newcastle are looking at getting Phil Jones, Jesse Lingard and Brandon Williams on loan. Um, and they're looking at former Everton right back to eBay from Monaco on loan. What do you reckon on that? Do you reckon Lingard, Jones... Um, 
could have had the career at Newcastle. Basically, basically asking. Phil, Phil Jones. Jones and Jesse Lingard and Brandon Williams are all linked with United. <laughs> no, sorry, linked with Newcastle on loan. And so Sidibe at Monaco, who used to play for Everton. On, Everton got him on loan, I believe. Phil Jones is actually the worst defender of his game, so I don't know why Newcastle... The thing is, right, I, I've said this for a while. When he, when he played on yeah, Fergie he... and he played in CDM, he was a very good CDM. Phil Jones would be a decent defensive midfielder. Right, especially at a lower half team, do you know what I mean? He's not good enough to be a centre back, but he is. I reckon if he moved to CBM, he could revive his career. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't, he wouldn't be yeah. great, but he wouldn't be as, as bad of a mean player as he is now, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, CBM though. He's played there before, and uh, um, none, none of the managers he's played under no, yeah. there, but Fergie. Fergie was smart enough to know he's got qualities of a CDM. He's not a, he's not really a good centre back. When Phil Jones got man of the match against Real Madrid in the Champions League game at CDM, and you can Google that, I think it was Real Madrid. He definitely got the man of the match in a, a Champions League game against a massive, big club, good team playing at CDM. He's never performed like that at centre back. I don't know why people still think he's a centre back. Uh, yeah. But- Newcastle, Newcastle. Uh, let's be honest, he's going to get played at centre back. I mean, every manager apart from Fergie, he's going to play at centre back. So what's going to change at Newcastle? Um, I don't know. Who... But they've got they've already got good centre backs. Is the reason why they've still got um, Lascelles and Shaw. Jones doesn't start over any of them too. So just slot him in at CDM and see how he see, see how he goes. It's worth the experiment, in my opinion. If you get him, that is, it's a gamble to get him, but. And he'll only be going on loan, like, because Newcastle literally can't afford to make any permanent transfers, apart from maybe someone free. But moving on from Newcastle, Sheffield United are struggling financially. They need um, to use loans. They need to go after the left-footed or left-sided centre-back as Jack O'Connell's injured. And they're not linked with anyone in particular, but they need a good experienced sniper on loan who can actually bag some fucking goals, do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're Sheffield, if you're Sheffield... If you're Sheffield United, you just got to be playing for the championship at this point. Oh, yeah, but... You're six points, you're 16 points from safety. Um, you can't, you can't get like... the fight up, though. Like, if you need, I know they're not, they can't afford to buy players on permanent, but if you can get some lone players in and pray to Christ up both that they can make them solid and improve the team, fight to stay up, at least give themselves a small chance. That's what they need to do. They don't, even, they, don't even have, they don't even have a chance to stay, you know. I reckon, I reckon they will go down, but they'll lift the championship apart next season. You need They've got the talent, you. though. What do you mean? You've literally never watched a championship. The only championship games you watch Yeah, they have the quality, but they don't have the finance to well, the But they don't need the finance. Look how well Brewster did last season at Swansea. Sheffield United are an objectively better team than Swansea um, ever were. So let, let's just take it. He'll rip the championship apart, Brewster. McGoldrick's a good player. Stevens and Egan are Premier League quality players. Aaron Ramsdale, Premier League quality player. Sander Beige, Premier League quality player. No, he's not. Brewster. Brewster, he's a good player, right? He was brilliant at Swansea. Maybe, maybe there are, but like, 
he's only he's only going to improve as time goes on. He's young. There's better strikers in the championship. Maybe that maybe there are a few, but Adam Armstrong. Uh, again, I'm inclined to agree with that statement, but Brewster's got to got to improve, and he's young, and he's got a better team around him than either at Swansea. But yeah, Southampton is another team who will likely to get loans. The only permanent transfer they could make looks to be Tom Davies on the cheap. The link with Brandon Williams from Man United and the link with Damari Gray from Leicester. I've got Leicester after this because I completely missed them out. Leicester fans, I'm sorry, but we'll talk a bit more about your, um, your team. There isn't much for you, Leicester, but we'll still mention you. But yeah. Uh, stick with what you've got and uh... You know, uh, if you get your own mm. league, then has to be I, I don't think they need to spend. I think uh, right. getting Brandon Williams or Damari today on loan would undoubtedly help them, though. Do you have to say that? If, if, if Southampton somehow, you know, pull off getting your own league, they'll have, they'll have some uh, finances uh, in their budget to use. So I do feel, I do feel if, uh, I do feel if they do get you up, they'll they'll invest in. They need wingers. Great players, man. And you know what? You know what? I think that I think that'll get like the semi final. They don't have many wingers. The old Wilcox is the only winger that, that's any good that I can think of. So if you can get the Marty Gray on loan, or even Brandon Williams as as a as you know to play either right back or left back, then yeah, if you can get them on loan, even if they don't get them permanent after. Which they might if they get the Mari Gray permanent, I don't know about Brandon Williams. I think he, he's a United fan, I want to say United. If they get the Mari Gray on loan and get him on a permanent in the summer, that's good for them. But moving on to Leicester, they're quick. They're not looking to spend any money. Brendan Rodgers has said they could loan out young players such as the Mari Gray, but and Leicester aren't going to buy unless they find an obvious bargain on the market. Uh. Like, they shouldn't, to be fair. I mean, they're in a great position. Very true. Top four. They're in top four at the minute, so... All they need to do to actually get in the top four is to actually tank as hard as they did last season. I mean, they literally went from... Leicester less aren't going to get top four. I do think they'll get European football. Look, I think, I think Leicester are going to come seventh or something like that this season, which should probably be enough to secure uh, the European football unless the team outside the top six wins... Um, you know the FA Cup if you do unlucky the, the, for Leicester their target should be getting to it getting should be but they should, considering like you know they've overachieved as a club considering the size of the club and what, what they've achieved over the last you know six or seven years like come on if them get are you a Leicester fan ask them ten years ago tell you Leicester fan ten years ago you're going to go to the Europa League Tell them that they'll, they'll win the Premier in 2015, or 2016, sorry, and then they'll, after that, they'll get runs in Europa and Brendan Rodgers will manage them to success. You tell Leicester fan that, they'll get you locked up in an institution. You could have told them that in January 2011, do you know what I mean? For the size of their club, yes, pushing for Champions League, considering the team they've got, tell them they've got the likes of Vardy, Madison, all them good players, Schmeichel, so many, but like, considering the size of the club, yeah, push for Champions League, but they shouldn't be Dissatisfied if they're only getting to Europa, considering the size of the club. Harvey Harvey Barnes is the most underrated winger in the I think, 
he's not clinical. He's not very clinical. He's, he's not amazing on the ball, but what do you mean he's not very clinical? He scored. He scored eight goals. He scored more goals than Mane, Sancho. Uh, there was another one, but. I do know he's, he's got more he's goals. Goal probably Rashford or something. Um, I don't. I, I haven't checked his goal count, but, but from what I've seen of him, he's not. He can't. I'm not saying he can't. Score, got, I'm just saying he's not massively clinical. But before you ask me, one thing I hate about him is he works so hard and he'll just run and run and run and he'll fight for the team, and that's something I I respect. Just a moment. I think he's been personally, but. Ben Rama. Well, he has I mean, how many has goals he? has he got this season? But, no, but, anyway. But he's fit. Yeah, because he's because David Moyes doesn't want to play him for some reason. But, right, here's an interesting one for you. Tottenham Hotspur. They, could, they were looking to sell Deli Alley. He was looking to go to PSG and reunite with Pochettino, who's got the PSG job now. Because PSG and another team, they desperately need the creative midfield. And I've been saying it for the longest time. The PSG have no creativity in midfield. If they had a good creator midfielder, they could challenge the Champions League and, and, and possibly go and win it. That's what they're missing. Is Deli Ali good enough to take them to that level? In my opinion, no. But if you need to capture the old form we had, maybe he can. But Deli Ali's not. Mourinho doesn't like Deli Ali. Deli Ali's not happy at Tottenham because he doesn't get playing time because Lascelles is dated over him. I think Lascelles was better. Mourinho agrees with me. Lascelles being injured though, so Ali could play more often. But Mourinho is rumoured to want to take Christian Eriksen back, potentially on a loan. Eriksen's not getting game time at Inter. Inter have said Christian Eriksen is available. Um, what, what do you reckon on that? Where do you stand on on the whole Tottenham's creative midfielder, um, you know, attacking midfielder situation? Just don't. I mean, I, I just didn't take him back because he's a... Um, he, he's think Eriksen, I think he's in his late 20s, early 30s. I'm going to Google it now for you, but... If he's in his late 20s, then I'll take him back. Ericsson is 28. I, I t- even if it's only on loan, because like Ericsson, it hasn't worked out for him at Inter. He, he isn't liked by um, Inter. Mourinho does like him. Um, I know I know he, he has to leave the club. That was under Poch. Tottenham had a different team under Mourinho. Um, Ericsson's probably keen to play with him. Mourinho wants him. So if they can get him, even if it's just on loan, and see how he gets on on loan, while the was injured especially, and while Deli Ali's like, Deli Ali's not happy. Getting Ericsson is is a good move in my opinion. Um, other than that though, the only thing else that could happen is they could loan out that um, Jetson Fernandez. But for me, Tottenham, they should get Ericsson. Just that, if I get rid of Ali, I don't like Deli Ali. He's not been good for for a very long time. Plus also Ericsson. Two fantastic options to play. Um, Spurs, that, that's unbelievable depth in that position. Uh, yeah, uh, Ericsson, it surprised me how uh, how you know how old he was. I, mean, I thought he was like I thought, I thought he was a few years older, like, but yeah, uh, he's, still, he's still surprisingly young. Yeah, young, youngish. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I get him on one. Get him on one for two seasons, you know. I'd just take him on the one and see how he gets on. I think that'll be enough. But anyway, West Brom, right, moving on. Alex, so it's no secret Sam Allardyce wants new signings. He's got to change the play style. He's going to, he wants new signings, but the finances are the problem. 
um, things with Brexit are a problem. He's just got Robert, Snod- uh, Robert Snodgrass from West Ham on a permanent transfer. Charlie Austin has been linked um, to go to QPR on loan because Charlie Austin isn't good enough to play play Premier League football. It's not these days. He's just not. He's a QPR legend, though. Loan him out to QPR and then probably go on a parents after that. But there's a few players linked with West Brom, and I'm gonna I'm gonna list them. Cheng Tson, Andy Carroll, Danny Rose, and he's is right. Not he's linked with two defenders, right? Your favourite defender, Gary Cahill, and my favourite defender, Mamadou Sakho. He has to get, he has to get Kale and Sako. Oh, what a partnership. Bring them both in. You bring them both in, yeah? That's the league. That, yeah. that is the league title right there in there. Instantly won it, you know? You know, you'll just go and you'll just be like, you know, you know just, just put them two in the team. Just them two in the team. No one else. It could just be 2v2 two versus 11. Right, yeah, they they still they still win but, the yeah, game. Uh, Kale Sacco, you've got to remember that it was Sam Allardyce who brought Mamadou Sacco to Crystal Palace in the first place. One thing I love about Sam Allardyce is that he rates Mamadou Sacco. Anyone who rates Mamadou Sacco was a man of taste, in my opinion. Um, Gary Kale is a good, experienced centre back, England international. He'd be someone who would really help West Brom out. Kale Sacco and Ivanovic would be a, good, a genuinely good uh, back three. There's no, there's no denying that. Although it lacks pace, which is one issue. Um, Danny Rose, West Brom, probably around this level. Tosin or Carroll, it's probably one or the other. They won't get both. But I feel so Andy Carroll um, is more of a target. Man, Tosin's the best player, but Carroll will suit West Brom's hoofball styles that they're going to play under Sam Allardyce a bit more. It's big. It's big Sam Allardyce. You know he's gonna. You know he's gonna. You know he's gonna get well, yeah. big, big, tall players in. Yeah, he doesn't want midgets. If you're a mid, if you're a mid, you're out west. Well, oh, yeah, that's why they won't go for top. Um, but yeah, West Ham. I've so- they've sold Sebastian Hallis to Ajax. You'd imagine that Ajax paid good money for him, and that's going to raise funds. There's two players who are quite big names that West Ham are linked with, and if West Ham can get both of these players, it'd be good for them. Josh King and Zinchenko, the left back from Man City. What what you reckon on that? Listen. Uh, David Moyes, he's a, you know, he's been doing bits up. He's been doing bits up. West he's over, definitely overachieving this season. I feel, I feel, I feel as though, like, you know what, West West Ham fans uh, on Twitter, you'd see them, you'd see them going mental over the David Moyes appointment over 12, 14 months ago. Like, oh my, have you brought him back in? He's gonna get. I thought the same, to be honest. And he nearly did last season, but he managed to keep him up. It wasn't his fault, fault. he nearly did go down. Yeah, it was Pellegrini's fault, really. Yeah, but I don't, it's undisclosed to feed for, um, for Halle, but you have to imagine Ajax paid decent money for, for Halle. Oh, Antonio is already there at the, at the club, so whether you want to just ignore the, the, the striker and just pay the money for Zinchenko to, to Man City, um, whether that, that's what, what you want to do, I don't know. Or if you want to um, get, you know, like for like, get Josh King in. Josh King wants to move to the Premier League. Josh King is a Premier League quality striker. Simple as that. So if they can get him in, then they'll be doing well, I think. I'd get I'd get um I'd get Zinchenko um him. I'd get mm. Zinchenko but um uh, I'd spin off Josh King. 
because he's I don't know why you'd bring him bring him in. Honestly, you know what I'd do, right? I'd sell Zinchenko. If I was City, I'd get Angelino back. I'd, start, I'd be starting Angelino at left-back. But if I was City, I'd go, I'd go and buy a left-back because they've got the money to do that. But if they're going to spend all the funds on someone like Haaland or Messi, sell Zinchenko and just get... They can probably get away playing Nathan Ake at left-back or just, just keep playing Mendy. But I don't personally rate Mendy, to be honest, at all. And I think Ake is too much of a defensive player. So that leaves an opening for City going by left back. I'd try and get Lucas Digne in their situation. If not, though, um, then yeah. What was I saying? I've lost what I was saying. Fuck's sake. But but yeah, to get Zinchenko in, then and they just use City can just get a new left back from there. Right. We've just got one more, and there's a, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Whoa. speculations around them. Then Raúl Jiménez. Raúl Jiménez has a long-term injury, okay? He's probably not going to play for the rest of the season, at least. And it's unfortunate what's happened to him. Fabio Silva, 18-year-old Portuguese lad. He's been expected to fill his shoes, and he's doing okay. But the lad's only 18. There's a lot of pressure on him. He can drop off at any time. He needs an experienced striker. They're linked with a man who's recently left Atletico Madrid on a mutual deal, and that's Diego Costa. But, but they, they have, also and, um, I think it's, it's the same player who have got that... Oh, yeah, he's been linked with Origi. Um, he could go. I'd be sad if he went. I'd love Origi to, to stay around. I'd, I'd, I'm not sure. Uh, I'd hate I'd hate Origi to go. But they've, yeah. been, they've been linked with someone. What, sorry, what are you going to say? Would I'd be, be angry if he went anywhere because I love him that much. Like, what if he? What if he? What if he? It was down. It was you and Man United. Top two. First season. What was the fate? I know this ain't probably true, but this is another season. Yeah. Your feet, your Man United last game of the season. No, Wolves are facing Man United. Wolves uh, need to win yeah. for you to win the league. And a really bad last minute winner to win you the league. Would you be angry? Oh, mate, that, that would almost make up. I, I love Origi, my absolute favourite player. And God's retired now, so I can say it. Origi is my favourite player currently in world football. But if he was to go and do that and win us another trophy, even playing for another club, I I already love him forever, but I still would. But there is there is another man that Wolves are linked with that, that I have got down. Um, right. So maybe if you don't buy another striker, okay, imagine if you just don't buy another striker, because you know who's come back from loan? And I feel like a lot of people have forgot about this lad. He came back from um, a team in Italy, can't remember who it was, but Patrick Catrone. Remember when everyone was raving on about him? Well, everyone was raving on about Patrick Catrone. So he could come back and, and fill in for Jimenez. And they could, they, they're, looking, they're actually linked with Christian Eriksen themselves. So if, if Wolves manage to get all the Christian Eriksen, whether that's a loan or a permanent or whatever, and they start playing Catrone at Stryker, what's your reckon on that? Would you keep Catrone and bring Eriksen in if you could? Or would you just sign another Stryker? Would you sign Diego Costa? So the options are to put Costa to replace um, Costa to replace Jimenez, Anigi to replace Jimenez, or Catrone back in from loan to replace Jimenez and get Christian Eriksen. Get a Riki. Get a Riki. Play a Riki. Kind of died down. I mean, if you haven't really been going around this January, but you were going around in the summer. 
Yeah, but the thing is, though, Rigi, so, you were, you'd bring him in, yeah, because he, he'd fit, he'd fit, like, wolves like a glove, you know, he'll win headers in the air, you know, just cross the ball into the box and yeah. he'll get on. I've, I've said this for a long time, right? I know he doesn't, he hasn't been suiting Liverpool's system as much, you haven't been playing him, right? De Bocherigi, with the right settle around him, is a 10 or 15 goal a season striker in the Premier League. He's he's under eight. I know he hasn't been performing lately. He will he will go down as a Liverpool football club legend. I'd hate to let him go, but if we do, I I wish him nothing but the best um, in his in his future. Break my heart to see him go, but say say the Adigi rumours are bullshit, right? But again, what would you rather do? Go for Ericsson and play Cattroni up front, or go for Diego Costa. Uh. Get Diego Costa really. He's a proven Premier League goal scorer. I think I think Costa's more like the option. Ericsson will probably prefer to go back to Tottenham if Tottenham is on the table. But yeah, yeah. So we are about an hour in. We've talked about all all the transfer rumors. We've managed to keep it down, and that was a good time for for the podcast. I think not too long, not too short either. Perfect length, perfectly timed. We kept on top of the time. We didn't go over time. Things you love to see, Sam. Things you love to see. No. No, isn't it? So. So, everyone, that's going to be the end of the podcast. Remember, um, you know, stay stay safe during the lockdown, I guess. I mean, love yeah. you all. I appreciate all all the views. I appreciate everything. Without the people watching this, there, there is no Let's So Football. Thank you to, you know, to you, Sam. Without you, no Let's So Football. Absolutely. I love everyone involved in this. I love everyone watching. I love the man I'm doing this with. No homo. <laughs> just thank, just no thank you for every, I'm genuinely grateful. Bottom of my heart, I'm grateful for every single one of you. Yeah. Love you all. Uh, you know, just keep your heads up during this lockdown. Things are going to be difficult, but me, I am going to do whatever I can, and we are going to do whatever we can to help you through this, this tough and difficult time. Love you all. Stay strong. We'll talk to you all very soon. I'm off to uh, I'm off to celebrate Kieran Lee. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm to off do. to go and watch Liverpool Villa. I'm uh, off to go and have a drink and be thrilled. I'm off to go and watch Liverpool versus Villa. I've been I've been my throat's been killing ever since I decided to start singing April Levine randomly. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we'll be seeing we'll see you boys uh, probably, probably <laughs> next year. Won't be that be long. Come on. <laughs> If we're being realistic, but now hopefully, hopefully next, next week. week. Hope. In a bit. See you later.